I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Chad on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Write it down. You like writing things down. That's right. Welcome in to one of the most innovative segments in all of sports media. <laughs> Write that down and an accountability session where we keep track of predictions with statistics unlike any show in America. I was watching some of those ESPN shows yesterday afternoon and this morning. Like, they're all making predictions. They all have their, their takes and their thoughts on things. And then, you know, whether they're right or they're wrong. A day goes by, a week goes by, a month goes by. No one knows. That's why you know, this is going to go over Judd's head, but I love how when you watch WWE versus AEW, AEW puts the results of the matches. They have records for each wrestler. Yeah, I love that. The wrestler will go down to the ring, and it's like, uh, you know, Samoa Joe is 13-2 in 2023 in AEW, including two pay-per-view wins. You know, I, like, I like to know mm-hmm. how accurate, how, how good are my wrestlers, how accurate is Judd Zolgad at making prognostications? This segment is where reckless speculation meets reality, and it's very harsh for us. <laughs> it's like crashing head-on into a wall. Because for the most part, we recklessly speculate and, you know, pass it off as, hey, you know, this could. This is the time where our feet are held to the fire, and we better be damn right. Yeah, if... Uh... If you're just going to recklessly speculate without actually being held accountable, then what are we, you know, what, what are, are we, we doing, doing here? here? So let's Amen. fire this up, Declan. Let's hit the music. Uh, yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. And here's how it works. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs here on the classic Mackie and Judd edition. And listeners, if you want to be like Mark and participate, Mark will join us here shortly. Uh, you can just send us a message through the Score North app. There's a feedback tab at the bottom, and we'll get you scheduled sometime here in the next few weeks or the next few months. So we'll start with Judd on the accountability session. I wanted to highlight this one. It didn't come off the board yet, but you said Zadarius Smith, Eric Kendricks, and Jordan Hicks will all yeah. not be with the Vikings in 2023. That's going to be wrong. Well. Could I Jordan? Think I think we have to keep this on the board until like the week one rosters are set because there is a chance yeah, Jordan Hicks could Good. just be like a yeah. camp casualty, right? Good point. Good point. I did. I I created an out. Kids, 
If you are practicing, write that down at home. Follow Sports Dad's lead and create outs. Even if you even if you think that Jordan Hicks should and would be cut earlier, this gives me a little bit more time. I'm buying myself time. Good point. Kid, kids, uh, follow Judd's advice in all walks of life, and you'll yep. you'll yeah. you'll be just fine. Just you'll be just like him. Yep, yes. you'll make it to 53, happy and uh, drinking coffee. So, uh, old Macadac fell off the Wolves' mm-hmm. prediction wagon. I told you a couple weeks ago. I'm just this team is it's it's the least predictable team in the entire. League. And then this morning they sent out a vague update on Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, what the hell? It's like uh, the, the the Timberwolves Twitter account or PR account. Here's an update on Carl Anthony Towns. You have to click the link and go in. It's like okay, yeah. here's an update. It's better it really be good, is right? No update. Basically, they said uh, he's doing some basketball stuff, and he will be returning sometime in the coming weeks. Don't ask us any more questions. <laughs> okay? Yeah. It's this is like the worst calf strain in modern medical history. This thing has been handled from the jump so poorly, in my opinion. Like, it's well, a star player. Come on. Why, why was it announced as a four- to six-week injury off know. the jump if it was a grade three calf strain? And even grade three, it's like usually 12 weeks recovery. Well, we're coming up on 16 weeks. And why did the player have to straighten things out? Because he's the one that, that came on and said, no, this is the worst calf strain that you can have. Just come out and say that. My leg was if actually detached from my <laughs> They torso. took it off. <laughs> when I flew home from Washington, they, they put checked it in the my overhead. leg. <laughs> No, they checked my leg. And then I got it back when I got, well, actually got lost because instead of going to Minneapolis, it accidentally went to Seattle. Freaking spirit. Yeah, it went to Seattle. Then they had to reroute it. It went to Florida. And I'm like, am I ever going to get that leg back? So I fell off the Wolves prediction wagon. And even though I said I wasn't going to make any more Wolves predictions, I said, well, they're going to win their next two games, right? They're going to beat the Nets at home and then the Hawks. Well, they beat the Hawks, but they... They did not beat the Nets. So. Hmm. Wrong. All right. Uh, listeners, Barry said the Gopher men's basketball team would make the NCAA tournament Bold. in 2023. We had to leave this on the board until it was officially no longer possible. They did win a game in the Big Ten tournament. Made it pretty interesting there. But uh, Nebraska, that did right? not happen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Take that, Fred Hoiberg. And then Cody said Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson will not be teammates in 2023. I guess if, like, the Vikings trade for Thielen at the deadline, maybe revisit this, but I, think it did. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Caitlin Thielen would allow that to happen. And, uh, Dex, you had one thing come off the board. You said at least one of these three players, Johnny Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, or Rory McIlroy, would not make the cut at the players, and Rory for sure missed the cut. Did we say this was a home run? You did say that. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, give him a home run. It's a home run. Yeah, Rory was terrible. I think like seventy six, seventy four. Not a not a good not a good showing for Rory. And Scotty Scheffler. Oh my god! Just a dominant performance. Yeah. Four point five million dollars. The guy had zero PGA Tour wins like fifteen months ago, and now he's the best player. It's either him or John Rahm are the best players yeah. in the world. So with that, uh, I didn't give you the home run credit here. You actually have two home runs with a six twenty five batting average, Declan. And really, the upset of the week was Phil Mackey remembering to change the 2022 date to 2023 at the top nice of the work. screen here. Nice work, graphics go, guy. Way to go, graphics. That's right. Score North Judd. graphics. Always, always letting us down. I'm glad to see they finally got with it. 
Judd's at 571 with one home run. Listener's at one uh, at 250 with one home run. And uh, I'm off to a slow start with a 143 average and no home runs. All time, Declan has a 390 average. It leads the league. Judd has 266 hits. That leads the league. Listeners have 43 home runs. That leads the league. So there you have it. Here's your accountabilities. Let's get guest listener predictor Mark in the room here making his Mackie and Judd write that down debut. He's been on Purple Daily before. Mark, what's going on, man? Welcome back. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. So uh, remind us, what's your history as a Minnesota sports fan, Mark? Well, as far as uh, the Vikings were concerned, I know there was something going on in 1969, but I was just a little kid. But there was a stirring going on in the family. There was some kind of Super Bowl party or something like that. I couldn't quite tell. Okay. But really, my best memories are in the middle to late 70s. I used to go out to the old Metropolitan and watch the Twins play, get the cheapest ticket I could get and sit out in left field and watch guys like uh, Larry Heisel and Bostock and watch those guys play. So a how- good hit, man. How yeah. do you feel when you hear young whippersnappers like Declan or myself or even like younger kids really complaining about what it's like to be a Minnesota sports fan when you've been through the 70s, the 80s? Um, I'm okay with guys like Judd and I. You had to be 50 or older. But, okay. uh, yeah, these young guys, you haven't seen it yet. You just, you just don't know. <laughs> You don't know what disappointment is like until you live this long. Respect I will our say this, though. I will say this, Mark. They had they didn't get the or they they were alive for in Phil's case the second one, but they didn't get two World Series championships. So we do have that. Yeah, like yeah. we saw the parades. We saw that. I so I, I actually almost feel worse for guys who are younger because they've got as far as the four men's professional sports teams go, they got nothing. Yeah, right. Like we at least have a world. We have two World Series within what four or five years. Game sevens, which are just so special. Morris, you know, uh, his performance in game seven, 91. So I will say as much devastation as we've seen, we have been to the top of that mountain and it's pretty damn good. Well, the one thing for sure is whether it's football or baseball or whatever sport, when you see it now and then you're in your 50s or 60s like me and you'll look back, I know exactly where I was for 87 and 91. Just never forget it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like for us, Declan and I are like, we know exactly uh. where we were when the Twins beat the A's in the divisional yeah. round that one time in 2002. Yeah. It's great when the Vikings beat Tony Romo in the playoffs. <laughs> Very exciting. Uh, all right, so we're going to go around the room three different times here. One prediction for each lap. We're going to start with Mark over to Judd over to Declan. Back to Judd over to Judd. Declan. Cycles over to Judd. And then uh, I'll round us out here. So Mark... You're in the batter's box. Write it down. You like writing things down. Oh, by the way, all my predictions will be done by next week's accountability session. So, a boy. Nice work. That, oh, you're not that. like me at all, Mark. No. Because <laughs> with Purple Daily, I went 0 for 3 last year. I'm looking to go 3 for 3 this time. Okay. Okay. Coming up on the Feldsbar Fels, um, Championship this weekend. Keegan Bradley and Sam Burns will finish in the top five. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a home run. I think Keegan, Keegan, Keegan is, Bradley, a little bit of a resurgence. Yeah. yeah. Keegan Bradley is one of my favorite golfers to watch because it looks like he's using kids' golf clubs. He like, <laughs> he like bends halfway over at the waist and he does the waggle thing. And he's like, he has like, his arms are dangling down by the fairway and he's got these tiny little clubs. It is a little risky. I don't know. Sam, Sam Burns going for a three peat, but, but I think it's a good home run. 
I like it. It's definitely a home run. And whenever you make a golf prediction, it definitely uh, it resonates with Declan yeah. and, and me. Well, so. if we can get past this weekend, then we'll be playing golf in, in April. God, God yes. willing. God willing, Mark. All right, Judd, what's your first prediction here? Until right more snow down. comes. Uh, my first prediction is this. In light of all of the stuff going on with Cat, we have, uh, I think we've assumed that he might be, might be shopped this summer. But definitively, I'm going to say this, write this down. Carl Anthony Towns is going to ask for a trade. Wow. I feel like things have gotten so weird. This whole thing's been weird. The statement today is weird. I think a player having to tell you what's wrong is very, very weird. Um, I think he's going to look at what transpired when he did, during that brief time, try to play with Gobert. Um, Conley's not his guy at all. And I think he's going to say, you know what? I've had enough here. He's going to ask for a trade. Do you okay. want to end date? I don't know who'll get it. Uh, before before training camp. Okay. Before training camp. Okay. All right. I think so. Well, Dex, you go first, actually, because you're before me. All right. So go ahead. I'll make a March Madness no. prediction. Write this down. Each one through four seed in the March Madness tournament will win their opening round matchup. So no Ooh. 13, 14, 15, or 16 seed will win a game. This is essentially a 16-team parlay. This is interesting because it's a, yeah, yeah. it's a, yeah. he's picking chalk, but the odds of chalk happening, very low. maybe someone can do the math on that, but I think this is a home run because it is, it is a 16-team parlay. It's a home run. Okay. For I sure. feel like I feel like a 13, you know, is well obviously the odds are would be better for them than 14, 15 or 16, but usually you get you get a 13 that sneaks in there or so in yes. one of the brackets, but I'll say all first one through four seeds win their opening round matchup. Yeah. Okay. And don't forget too, college basketball yeah. sucks. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like like a 13, like it's not like when when Mark and I were young and a 4 was like, "Oh my god, look at that 4." Now they're often not that good. What was it like when you guys woke up in like 1976 and you walked outside and the world was in color for the first time? <laughs> well, first was that crazy of all, for you guys? First of all, dude, before you say walked outside, we would go downstairs walking in in the gloriousness of our shag carpets. Yes. Except for the damn thumbtacks that would get in the shag carpets and you couldn't see them and so you'd step on them. What? And then Why we would, are there thumbtacks? Because anything could fall in a shag carpet and you wouldn't see it. Okay. Mark can attest to this. Yeah, and mom, then would, mom would vacuum every day. Okay. Not, not, you know, God rest my mom's soul. We didn't get out of my house. <laughs> and, then, and then we'd walk past the kitchen, which would have, I'm not joking, turquoise appliances, which were absolutely awful. So, like, yeah, before they're... we got outside, we got the full 70s experience. America was was colorblind yeah. uh, for about 10 or 15 years there. Walked up yeah, that hill. Avocado green. Oh, yeah, we had of one that. of those. My parents had that <laughs> ripped out of our house. Like, a week after we moved in, our dishwasher was avocado green. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Write this down. All right, write this down. So I'll make a Carl Anthony Towns prediction here, too. Kaprizov will play in a game for the Wild before Cat plays in a game for the Timberwolves. Oh, I like that. Because I think Creative. it feels like Kaprizov is going to be, and it might just be up to the Wild medical staff to hold him back. I think Kaprizov is going to be, it's a playoff run, and it is for the Wolves too, but I think there's going to be a little bit more urgency for Kaprizov to come back. There's something weird about the Cat thing. So Kaprizov will play in a game for the Wild before Cat plays in a game for 
Wolves. All right, back to shag carpeting Mark. Avocado <laughs> Mark. Avocado Green Mark. Avocado Green, yep. I'm going with the Wild again on this one. The Wild have four games between now and next week, starting with the Blues tonight. The Wild will earn six points between now and next week. So write that down. Okay. So they're at the Blues. Then the Bruins and the Caps are here. Yeah. And then they're at the Devils on Tuesday. Tough. It's going to get me six points, I think. Are, are, we going, uh, are we going at least six, or are you trying to peg it exactly six? No, thanks for that. Yeah, at least six. At least six? Okay. All right. Good stuff. Write this down. I like it. Judd? Write this down. The Minnesota Twins will not have all of their games this season on Valley Sports North. So so Sinclair slash Diamond Sports Group has declared bankruptcy today with something like $87 billion in debt or something. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Rob Manfred and baseball are itching to take, I think, the rights in, in-house because they can get around blackouts. They yeah. can become more popular. It won't be less expensive, but it'll actually make them far more popular with young people that don't get the restrictions. But if baseball takes this in-house... They get around that. So I'm convinced that they're going to find an excuse at some point here during the course of the summer or spring to yank the games off Bally and take them in-house, and that will include the Twins. So the write-that-down, Dex, is that they won't have all of their games, that their games basically will move off of Bally Sports North at some point in 2023. And so for clarification, because there's going to be nights where they have an Apple TV game or something. That's not what I'm talking this about. Is I, a, this is a, they're move, they will be moving off of Bally the rights at will, some point. The rights will move, correct. Okay. Yeah, so I yes. Just, I just signed up for Fubo, which carries Bally's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at $92 a month, thanks for the good news there, Judge. Oh, you can see my cable <laughs> bill, Mark. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. See, but- Fubo, so the math, I think YouTube TV is 65 but you don't get Bally's. But then you just you pay 20 bucks a month for Bally's, and the math works out better. And so It's all a big puzzle with these it streaming is. platforms, right? Yeah, but Fubo I, I, was $75 and then $10 for, for the for the okay. regional. So I can I can add a little color to this that I have been told local teams are actively having conversations with Bally's alternatives mm-hmm. for seeing this exact thing. That like right now everything's okay, like you know, Bally's is gonna keep operating, but but I have been told local teams are doing their due diligence on a plan B for the second half of the 2023 calendar year. Mm. So, that's right. Juicy. Big capital J uh, journalism hat yeah, here for <laughs> old Macadam. I know the station like has down. plenty of time to offer. <laughs> uh, Declan, what's your next prediction? All right, write this down. I'm going to make a wild prediction as well. They've been scoring goals, re- uh, weirdly enough, without Kaprizov. So write it down. The Wild will score six goals in a game between now and next week's. So write that down. Ooh. They will log okay. six goals in a game, at least six goals in a game between now and next week's. Write that down. Almost got him there. Almost got him. When the and Wild lights up seven, seven times on an empty, an empty netter. The Wild? The Wild? <laughs> All right, write this down. down. You like writing things down. So I guess, I don't know. You tell me if this is a – I can be more specific if needed here, but I'm going to give you a little upset sort of parlay. It's not actually. It's not a parlay. It's an either or. Either thirteen seed Furman or thirteen seed Kent State will pull an upset in the NCAA tournament. If I just give you those two as an either or, is that a is that a home run? 
I think so. They're both 13 seeds, right? They're both 13 seeds. You're only it's saying borderline. one of the two. I, I think it is. I think it I'm is. Because it. It, if he said all four, I don't think he could do all four. Giving you two. Yeah, he's giving, Furman he's giving and you Kent two. Permanent Kent State. Yeah, it's, this is fine. Okay. It's like a Joe Maurer first row and left field home run. Flower yeah. pot home run. I think, yeah. I think it is. Okay. Furman or Kent State will pull an upset. There's okay. a drive to left field. It's deep. It's caught, yeah, it's caught in front of the wall. It it's caught four steps in front of the warning track. A little Bramergasm. All right, Mark, what's your third and final prediction? So I'm going NCAA 2. And again, I want to make sure everything's done by next week's show. So I'm going number seven. Texas A&M will, meet, will reach the Sweet 16. Ooh. All right. What's, uh, that's kind of random. What's your, what's your logic um, there? Two things. I think I heard something last night at work on the radio. And then uh, I don't know. There's so much to choose from from the just looking at the board right now. So I was going to do something with uh, uh, who was it? Oh, Arizona State who plays tonight. I know a lot of guys like him too, them too. So I was thinking about going with them. Is this but, the most like random the NCAA tournament has ever felt for you guys? It's the least I've cared. We don't know. You, well, there's like five recognizable players maximum, if yep. that. The team, the the number one seeds are not these dominant 32 win regular season teams. I think the isn't Alabama the number one overall seed? They lost five times in the regular season. Yeah, Alabama or um, Houston, North Houston. yeah North Carolina. Yeah, maybe Houston was, but North Carolina is not in the tournament. Just kind of. I don't know. It is the first couple of days are fun still because it's just you know, you're watching upsets and excitement and whatnot, but it's it's definitely not the same. It's well, to the get same. there, they're going to be number ten, Penn State, and then they'll probably face Texas, number two. So that'll I think both those games will be fun to watch. Okay, being a so, Big Ten guy, Mark, great stuff here, man. Nice job, and thank you for uh, for expediting the the dates of these predictions too. Sometimes people like put stuff out toward I the know. end of the year. So we appreciate it. Yeah, I was going to try and figure out to make to make a joke about that, but I thought I'll just cut to it. <laughs> those those people, yeah, they yeah. made me sick. Well, Mark, since you've got this life changing platform again here on Mackie and Judd, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? I would like to thank March and April. I mean, this is a, just a great time of year to be a sports fan. I mean, whether you're watching the the Twins during March and predicting how they're going to do starting in April or whether you uh, look at the cut line this past week here in March, deciding who they're going to pick in April for the draft. Look, you got to watch the Wild and the Timberwolves because you've got to figure out where they're going to be in the playoffs starting in April. I just think March and April are just great sports times. Around I love there. it. Mark becomes the first person in Write That Down history not to thank a family member, no. a friend, a parent, but to time. thank <laughs> the calendar. Thanks too much. And he's exactly right. March <laughs> is such a great month. I love it. It really is. Mark, great stuff, man. We'll uh, Thanks, do it again, guys. I'm sure. See ya. Love the show. See ya. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Good luck with your predictions. Oh, man. March is a, it's a sneaky great month for it sports. It is. Fantastic! You got all the all the teams are in action in some form, even though yep. football is not playing. Football is maybe as exciting as it as it ever is because they're uh, you know everyone's remaking their rosters. Real quick before we get to the last few predictions here, we do have Byron Murphy contract details, mm-hmm. and we can talk more about this on Purple Daily later too. But so it's a it's a two year deal, seventeen point five million total, twelve point six million guaranteed. $7 million signing bonus. This is very complicated. So it's basically like, it's either like a, a one-year deal with $12.5 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like an injury guarantee in there somewhere. So it's 
It's a $4.6 million cap hit for 2023, which is one of the key details. And then uh, if you wanted to get out from under it, if he was just underwhelming, you could after 2023. So 4.6 million cap hit for 2023. Very, very low cap hit for a 25-year-old rock-solid cornerback with a bunch of upside. So prove it, right? Yes. Gambles on, on, on himself. The Davenport contracts in this, the profiles of the guys that they're signing and and the contracts are really intriguing. Because in both cases, if it's not good, they're gone, which is fine. But if they are, there's a, an opportunity then probably to go long-term at that point. Or longer term. Here's like a, a Rodgers update while we're at it from Pelissero. He says the Packers and the Jets continue to negotiate on Aaron Rodgers' trade, but have not yet agreed to trade terms, according to sources. Did you see the report from Schefter today on uh, Get Up, your show, Phil? Uh, so Schefter reported that the that the Jets, or I'm sorry, the Packers are asking for what the uh, Rams gave the Lions, a Stafford return, which is, I think, a couple first-round picks. And that the Jets are like more like, why don't we do that old Favre where, where I think it was a conditional draft pick? Mm. And so, like, this thing might not be – Aaron Rodgers, at the end of the day, might not be the biggest problem. It might be the compensation because the Jets aren't wrong. I think they're saying this guy's 39. We might get a year from him, and you want a couple first-round picks. Buzz so off. it says – Pelissero says Green Bay isn't looking for multiple first-round picks like other QBs have commanded in recent years. Okay, Schefter said that Talks they were. Going. But anyway, oh, wow. Pelissero versus Schefter. Oh, it's Let's on. Rumble. Oh, are you kidding? These guys, I'm telling you, these guys are getting calls on the air and saying, I'm on the air. Don't give the information to anyone else. And they're hanging up. <laughs> I just want to know who, who's on the other end of the phone that works for a team who's like, oh, I got to I got to call Schefter. Agents. And then I got to and then I got to call. Agent. It's the agents. OK, it's the agents, because then the, the quid pro quo is I pump your client's tires. Yeah, and and pump the agency as you see a lot of these. You know, Schefter will yeah. CIA you know, or something. You're right. This amazing agent confirms that his client is going to have generational wealth. If you are a college player looking to have generational wealth, here's an agent for you. All right, Dex. Before we get to the final few predictions, tell the audience how they can have more fun watching sports. That's right. That's with Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports. We, uh, you know, we had Mark made a Velspar uh, a prediction. I'm going to probably make one as well. Let's take a look at some of those odds. Maybe a little Joel Dahman at 71 right now. I'll write a little under on that. He's been the darling of the Netflix series. You could also mix in, obviously, even spring training parlays. Yeah, there's spring training odds even for strikeouts <laughs> and whatnot. You can join so many different sports and pick on Underdog Fantasy. New users get a $100 bonus. Uh, when you sign up with Underdog Fantasy with promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R. Go download the Underdog Fantasy app. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. All right, boys. Three more predictions here. Final stretch, Judd. What is Break your third and final prediction? All right. Um, I am going to give you a Twins prediction. Either Byron Buxton or Jorge Polanco will end up on the injured list before May 1st. That might happen before April first. I, I know, and I was te- I, and I was tempted. I was tempted, but I thought they might they might you know bring it along slowly and then say, oh yeah, you know you you just don't look right yet. So I'm going to give myself a little bit of wiggle room, but uh, yeah. So Buxton or Polanco will end up on the injured list before May first. The key there being one of them. So I'm not saying both. Right. Al- although off the record, I wouldn't be surprised by anything. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, last one for me. I'll make a dominant prediction here. I'll, I'll put this on the record. He'll shoot a 66 or better in one of his rounds Ooh, this weekend. That's a that's a home run, right? Yeah, he'll log a 66 or better. Uh, for context, he shot. He did shoot a 66 on Friday at Pebble Beach a month and a half ago, but that was honestly mostly a rough round for him. But a 66 or better, I believe it is a par... 72 at uh, Palm Harbor yeah, in Florida. Is, yeah. That's a home run. Yeah, yeah. you're good. Uh, 71. It, 66 is it. But yeah. 66 is, uh, so 66 on either fr- uh, Thursday or Friday, today or tomorrow. Thursday or, tomorrow or, Friday, or Friday. Or obviously if he makes the cut, Saturday or Sunday too. Okay. Gotcha. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go big here. I'm going to make a long-term twins prediction. All right. Write it down. You like writing things down. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be firings. I don't know if it's going to be someone just moving on, but. By the end of the 2023 calendar year, either Thad Levine or Derek Falvey will not be with the Twins organization anymore. It's been it's been a while since there's been. I mean, they didn't even change their coaching staff for God's sake. So I could see it two ways. I could see the season being disappointed, and maybe Joe Polad gets antsy and decides to shake things up, or maybe the Twins win a World Series and Thad then gets the president of baseball operations job with another organization. There's a lot of ways for this to happen. But the partnership of Falvine will be no longer by the end of the 2023 calendar year. Write it down. Interesting. You know what mm-hmm. would, would be fun? Since Joe is, it sounds like, the guy that, that said, our jerseys are boring. We got to change things up. If they have a bad year, if you forced Rocco, uh, Derek, and Thad to dress in, pu- in public at the ballpark as clowns, <laughs> so if they have a so like when Baldelli comes out to change a pitcher, he's got to come come out with a clown horn and go and like ramble out. To the, I just think it'd be fun. I mean, I'd go to a game to see that, wouldn't you guys? I'd pay to see that. I'd like to see Judd as the owner of a sports team or the like, the president of operations or something. Just he's, he doesn't fire his managers or coaches; he just humiliates, he embarrasses them. them. Uh, uh. It's time for his post game press conference. Listen, Rocco, we're we're, we're still going to pay you, but uh, you're going to put these clown shoes you, on for the you, homestand. You have to be a mime. You're going to get sprayed by water with Judd's flower on his little suit coat. He's just he's going to spray him. Come into my office. Yeah. Would this not would this not sell tickets? Would, this, would well, people did you not see, show Did you up? see what they announced today? They're announcing three family friendly concession areas inside Target Field. With that, yeah. affordable hot dogs, and it's like three ninety nine hot dogs. Yeah, it's like popcorn for two ninety nine or whatever. What's so, 
Uh, I don't you think they get, serve beer. Nope, you can. You can get a Budweiser well, or a Bud Light for five bucks. It's right behind my old section. Right, season tickets last year. What's a craft beer, Dex? It's that's not an option. You only get a Bud or a Bud Light. Those are still forty three dollars at the normal yeah. stand. Yeah. What if I'm What if I'm a dad that likes craft beer? I'm just screwed. That is correct. You will drink so Bud Light and like it. So what they're basically saying is, at these three concessions, you can get a hot dog for four bucks and mm-hmm. a beer for like five bucks. Mm-hmm. But if you went to those concessions, the same hot dog will cost you whatever five dollar. Right? Isn't that's that kind of what's happening? That's what it sounds like. So if I if I'm in the upper deck or something, and I don't go to the family friendly concession, and I just want a standard dog, I've got to pay full freight. That is correct. I think so. So There's you're basically saying, why not just have the? Because th- those the three concessions price. are going to be the longest lines, right? Because yep. people people love to wait in line to save a couple bucks, and then you have to decide: is it worth an extra ten or fifteen minutes of my time at this ballpark to save four dollars on my hot dog or beer? What? Okay, I why not just discount Bud, Bud Light, and hot dogs across so, so the whole like stadium? Kramarchucks. I mean, just hot dogs, your standard hot dog across the entire stadium. I agree. Now, I will say this. The one good thing is because the games are, go- are going to go far quicker now that the that you're going to be a- able to pre- and post-game elsewhere more often, like quicker. What do you mean? You're saying, well, pre- I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying that, that especially post-game, if you go to a game now, you can go to O'Donovan's or something pretty quickly because the game will be done quicker. And beer is not cheap there, but it's cheaper than the ballpark. Oh, so you're, th- you're saying like you can get out on a Tuesday night if you want to get ripped a little it. bit more. At, you, you, can can get out, you can get out there at 9.45 I mean, instead of 10.15. Uber and be careful, but you can just get <laughs> sloshed elsewhere. I was struggling to figure out how the pregame part of that. Yeah, the pregame. Said, I'm the, yeah, postgame. Postgame. Like, you're like, you the games are shorter, slashed. so you can get drunker for pregame. Like, what? Yeah, no, no, you're right. I should have just said post game. You can just get inebriated at post game, and because the game will be done, you know. Hey, it's two. It's Monday night. Red Sox Twins just got done in two twelve. Yay! It's nine fifteen. We can drink till one. How has uh, it's been a couple weeks since I've sort of checked in on how the pitch clock is going? Are are people still bitching about the pitch clock? Are players settling um, in? The Yankees Twins played a game a couple days ago. Two twelve. I'm not two twelve. It's like two twelve. Oh, this is great. And you're, and you're not getting rid of action. You're getting rid of the non-action. Yeah. You're getting rid of the downtime between the action. Yes. And, it's and great. If you want the alternative right now, the World Baseball Classic has no new rules. So, like, you can see what it used to be like. Well. Stepping out. The, the, the next pitch of the World Baseball Classic that I watch will be the first pitch of the World Baseball Classic. I watch I a little bit of. Zero interest in the World Baseball Classic. I watch a little bit of the U.S.-Canada a couple of nights. Nights ago, which I think turned into a seven inning, 10, 10 or 12 run game. And so the game, that's the one good thing is they do have two mercy rules. One is like after five, if you're up by 12, it's over. And I think if you're up by 10 after seven, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. They just, I get what they're trying to do I with the World Baseball no Classic, way. but it's just like, it's yeah. spring training, man. Yeah. There's no it's good time for training. it. There's no good. The unfortunate thing is international baseball has no place. Well, and with with guys like Vance Worley starting, I saw Vance Worley pitch. Great Britain struck games. out Mike Trout for Great Britain. What is his great British Britain. connection? There's some great stories going on. His favorite bar in Minneapolis was Brits, yeah, was and Brits. so therefore he's eligible to play Spent for Great Britain. a lot Britain, of time at Brits. Yeah, the fact that Vance is still pitching amazed me. He's an old man. Well, what is he? But like, has he been? That's my question. 
Does he just have to dust off his labrum? Has he has he been pitching professionally in the last two or three years? That's the funny hey, thing. Hey, Doc, can you dust this thing off? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go, Skip. Well, here's the... like, like, when's the last time that guy pitched in the major leagues? Vance Worley. Let's pull him up here. Since we're down this rabbit hole. I think it was like with Baltimore in like probably 2017 or something. It was it was Baltimore 16, Miami in 2017. Nice. Okay. And that, so it's been six years, five or six years. Yeah. He had a six nine one ERA. Um, but he did so he's been pitching independent ball, Kane County. Okay, in the, Amer- in, the Amer- in the American Association. Saints old league. Okay. So Kane he's been, yeah, he's thirty four years old. He pitched he pitched 114 innings for the Kane County Cougars last year. Here's and my I stand question. Corrected, he's still a where's, professional baseball player. Where's Nolasco? There are so many twins from like circa 2016 who should be in, in this thing right now. They're perfect candidates for it. But if you're where's Ricky my Nolasco? guy Mastriani, he's right down the street from me. He should be someone. <laughs> he should be in the World Baseball Classic playing for somebody. <laughs> he should be well. He should be playing for Italy, I would think. Right. Uh, so Ricky Nolasco made eighty-two million dollars playing baseball in his career. He doesn't need the World Baseball Classic the greatest, at all anymore. The greatest Terry Ryan contract of all time. When the poll ad said, "You got to spend, you got to spend on someone." The he fans the and the ownership were like, "We're getting killed for not spending money." Let's. Go. He's like, <laughs> he "Just wait." All right. Hey, Ricky Nolasco, you just won the lottery. <laughs> what are you going to do next? Amazing. I'm going to buy some more muscle cars. Idiot. Come for the write that down predictions. Stay for the uh, what are Vance Worley and Ricky Nolasco doing now conversation. Mackie and Judd over on Purple Daily. We've got you covered all week long. Multiple episodes per day uh, discussing Vikings free agency news and roster fodder. So we'll see you over there. And we'll see you guys for a little reckless speculation Thursday tomorrow.